0: To all the wanderers, wanderers, free thinkers, and throwaway kids, welcome to the dumpster fire. Let's, Let's get, get dumpster, dumpster diving. diving. All right, we are live. New setup, we got some new things. So, uh, it's just Justin and I tonight, a little different, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. just doing a little uh, follow-up episode and uh, want to talk about some new things. Going to do a little
0: short one for you guys. What are we sipping on, Brian? Alright, tonight we have a really cool one. Now I'm going to put this out there, I'm a bit of a snob. <laughs> I don't normally do flavored whiskeys. I don't do 40 proof whiskeys, but I found this one. Yeah. Starlight Distilleries Blackberry Flavored Whiskey and it's 84 proof. Oh, man. And it's made in Indiana. When I saw this, for some reason, it stuck out to me. The reason it stuck out to me is because someone had sent me this a while back. This is Huber Winery's distillery. Yeah, Yeah. Huber Winery is, they actually are right beside uh new albany indiana which is where my family's from yeah they're up in the starlight knobs. indiana i think it's yeah. something like that which starlight distillery yeah uh so they've been around since uh, 1843 this place started out as 80 acres it's 600 now uh they grow 18 varieties of grapes uh, make a bunch of different wines you can go there and just drive through look at the vineyard oh. they have all you, kinds of stuff uh, to they do a.
1: Pumpkin patch every year. Um, I've taken my nieces and nephews several times.
0: Yeah, so the the them doing hard alcohols actually new. They've been a winery forever, but uh, I I read that Ted and Greg Huber, uh, which is their master distiller, they actually had to go and get legislation changed so that they could produce hard alcohol and wine. Really? Yeah, they wanted to make brandy, and now they make all kinds of stuff. Now. This is just a basic bottle of uh, it's it's decently cheap. They have some really nice stuff that I'm hoping to get a hold of in the future. Yeah, and we'll we'll try that out. So yeah, you know, it'll be
1: yeah. We should uh, definitely know, explore yeah, it a yeah. little bit. Now
0: this was another cool thing I saw. I was on their website. They have a cocktail in there called the Jinxie, oh. and the Jinxie is interesting because it takes uh, one and a half ounces of bourbon and a half ounce of pomegranate elixir. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not sure what this is. Yeah. It stood out to me. Elixir? looks like okay, is this, uh, is this magic? Sounds
1: like some old-timey so, medicine. <laughs> well, let's give this guy
0: a try. Let's see what we think about this one. Oh, yeah. It's very, uh, very blackberry-colored.
1: Yeah, it's got a nice bouquet to it.
0: It's confusing because it smells like a bourbon, but it also has that strong blackberry. Blackberry is one of my favorites.
1: It almost tastes like a wine.
0: Okay, that's uh, dangerous.
1: Yeah, it doesn't that, taste like I would alcohol. I never guess that hmm? was
0: 84 proof. No, uh, you could, you that could tastes like
1: a, a almost a dessert wine. It's this a, is, oh yeah. Huh. We, we might have found a new favorite.
0: We found a gem I, I, I'm, I'm really glad I went with this one. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, uh, anyway, uh, we wanted to kind of do that follow-up tonight to uh, our first-ever episode that was user-recommended. You know, everyone requested the biohacking. I hope you guys have heard it. I dropped it early uh, so everyone can enjoy it all the way through the holiday weekend. Uh, And I wanted to kind of give everyone an update. Uh, I hope this recording sounds better because I'm now recording over in multi Multimix 8. Which gives us three microphone inputs. Now, we're still down to one microphone. Yeah. But, new mic is on the way. Yeah. We're going to be double mic'd. So, we're going to really look to have some more guests on. Because Justin and I were talking. You know, we have... Pretty simple lives. We we come from very rural Southern Indiana. We can only talk about cornfield parties so much. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we're we're gonna end
1: up. We have a lot of interest, but you know, uh, when you work for a living and you mm-hmm. live life, and uh, you only got a handful of good stories, so we definitely want to keep the guests coming, yeah. keep things interesting, and we keep, we want to keep on getting better at this stuff for you guys. Yeah, we, absolutely. We want to improve the sound quality, but we also want to be uh, improving the quality of the content.
0: Yes, yeah, so yeah, we love the suggestions, love the interaction on the Facebook page, just amazing. Cool. Uh, you, you guys have done wonderful on there, so uh, share that with your friends though, uh, that's yeah. another thing we need. is. We, we need this to grow. I mean, we, yeah. we'd like to see some uh, new people coming in.
1: And uh, Brian told me something interesting when I came by today. Um, if you type in Tales uh, from the Dumpster Fire into Google, we yep. are the first thing that's popping up right now. So um, first or second. So, uh, first, yeah. So um, that's great. So let's keep it growing. Let's see how far we can take this thing.
0: Yeah, Apple Podcast, number one Google result. Uh, it, I've seen this on several devices, so it's not just a... Something stored online, yeah. Yeah,
1: not a fluke. So yeah,
0: really proud of that.
1: That's yeah. Awesome.
0: So, yeah, you know, I think we uh, we went an hour on the biohacking. I think I got a lot of into the, the stuff that's been going on. But one of the things I forgot about is that uh, I had a, a wreck where I was rear-ended, and this is a long time ago. And uh, through that, I had a lot of scans and stuff done. I had a disc in my thoracic back T4-T5. That disc is actually now permanently smaller. It's reduced because it was damaged. Yeah, that's a terrible place to have a disc out. It makes it, your ribs hurt. Up it front.
1: really is a terrible place. Yes. As a massage therapist, you're impacting a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. Now I can see that leading to a lot of uh, shoulder, neck, chest. Mm-hmm. Um. That's that can be a problem.
0: Yeah. I had a wonderful physical therapist out of her sales. Actually, she said, uh, you know, you'll you'll never get that back, but keep. The range of motion in that back, because your your natural motion will be to lean forward, almost punch yeah. away from that. Yeah. And when you do that, it just leads to more and more pain. Yeah. Uh, and you hear degenerative disc disorder. Yeah. It's where your body adjusts around that painful disc, mm-hmm. and then the next one goes out. Yeah. And and I've seen this with a lot. Y- of
1: you're uh, putting too much pressure until that disc actually blows out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've I've dealt a lot with uh, degenerative disc disease. We call it DDD. Um, and uh, it's nothing you want to play with, yeah. for sure. So posture is a lot.
0: Yes, absolutely. My dad was a physical therapist, did Syriacs Yeah. He's, he's one of the smartest people ever known. Obviously, he's on the very first episode. I'll, I will have him on, hopefully, more. I've talked to him about it a little bit. but uh, So he taught me a lot about this, especially after it happened to me. One of the things that really stood out to me, and I'd forgotten about this, is that when I had my MRIs done, I had arthritis in my neck after about a year. Yeah. And it constantly hurt and burned. They thought that the pain in my neck, the pain, excuse me, the pain in my mid-back was referred from my neck. Yeah. Well, it was not. It was the, the disc in T4, T5. Yeah. But uh, there was definitely damage to the neck, and it showed up in an MRI, very visible. They said it's going to be degenerative. That's going to get worse over time. It'll yeah. lead to stenosis. Yeah. Well, I had the, the wreck that I talked about in uh, our near-death experiences where I was hit head-on. Yeah. That was after I had gotten in really good shape. If I had not been in the shape I was in, uh, I don't think I would have survived that.
1: It would have done a hell of a lot more yes. damage at the very least. Yes,
0: because I, I this is a random thing I remembered the other day. Uh, I bent the steering wheel over and my fist went through the gauge cluster and it completely cut the skin off of my knuckle and was laying in the dash wow. when I came back. So that's just one of the things that was a little horror that stood out to me. But when they did the MRI after that, uh, there was no arthritis in my neck. Yeah. So I had cured an incurable arthritis And I know that had to be Because of I was doing such a strict diet I, And the, it's known that these diets Like keto and ones where they take out Omega 6 especially uh, They reduce inflammation Yeah. And that was testament to that that I didn't even remember the other
1: day. Yeah, and uh, that's one of the things that I I learned when I was studying all the modalities I'm trained in as far as massage therapy goes. I'm also trained in several of the traditional Chinese medicines. I'm trained in Jin Shindo, cranial sacral. And uh, I fully believe, and I've seen it with my own eyes, uh, that... Uh, many, many autonomic diseases or what are classed as autonomic diseases are curable. The body is always trying to be in homeostasis which is just perfect balance and uh, I believe if you can figure out what is out of balance uh, mm-hmm. you, and bring that balance it your body will heal itself your body is amazing it really is. It's yeah. amazing at healing itself. The problem is, is uh, for one uh, there's not a lot of knowledge out there if you don't know what you're looking for and it's hard to find knowledge yep. and uh, we live stressful lives and there's only two modes uh, for your uh, nervous system that's a sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system uh, one of the main benefits of massage therapy is putting someone parasympathetic nervous system. That's your rest and digest mode. Yeah. Um, that's when your body heals itself. Um, you do 90% of your healing in sleep well, or relaxation. This is why meditation is so good for you. It's putting you into that parasympathetic nervous system. A sympathetic nervous system where most of us live is your fight or flight response. And that does a couple of things. It reroutes blood from your abdomen, from your gut, to your extremities so that uh, you're ready to fight or run and uh, that means you're not healing your organs are getting proper blood flow you're bio uh, biogene or your gut genome is not getting proper blood flow and uh, we see a huge rise in gastrointestinal issues over the last 30 years in this country. A lot of that has to do with diet but a lot of that has to do with the stressful lives we leave. We yes. are a go, go, go. We never give ourselves that downtime that, and uh, we never go into a parasympathetic nervous system fully so we cannot heal mm-hmm. and uh, that's a bad state to be in and that brought a, br- brings me to something we we were talking about That bio genome um, So important uh, I mean we literally I, I touched on this When we did the biohacking episode It is, We have more uh, Bugs in our gut Than we do have human cells in our entire body we are more bacteria than we are human uh we truly are a hybrid and uh, your vagus nerve is getting a ton of information all the time we've really found over the last 20 years that it is a second brain and it is completely influenced by the bugs in your gut and we were talking about probiotics probiotics one of the ones um all my research has led to uh, is lactobacillus. And we found a lack of lactobacillus in the gut will lead to higher stress levels, higher chances for depression, and a lot of mental disorders. We're finding those are directly linked. But the problem is there's a ton of probiotic biotics out there that you can purchase just at Walmart, but if you're you can take those, but if you're not going to feed them with the proper diet, they're going to die out to the bad bugs, because that's the bugs you're feeding, Mm. and uh, so you're kind of defeating the purpose Um, and we talked about this, kind of an interesting fact, and it's a very, very old treatment that we had no idea why it worked, is a fecal transplant, that is one of the ways to get a good bio uh, a gut genome and uh, I don't know that I could do it (laughs) but but, um, it's literally transferring someone with a good uh, genome Their fecal matter into yours (laughs) And uh, it will literally Transplant their bugs to yours But one of the things we're finding And this is discussed in uh, I Contain Multitudes by Ed Yong Which is all about the bugs in your gut It's really cutting edge research I think it came out 2017-2018 What we're finding is Is that Uh When you look at the biogenome of people with type 2 diabetes, they all tend to have the same levels of the same bugs. When you look at people with depression, uh, look at their biogenome, they all tend to have the same levels of the same bugs. We don't have a full enough understanding of it, and you're talking about thousands of different species of bugs in our guts. We don't have a full enough understanding of it to really know which ones do what, but we are seeing patterns. And if you can change the biogenome to a, a more Healthy level of the good bacteria, you're gonna see a change in your life, and that's fact. Uh, We're proving that more and more each year.
0: Absolutely. So that's a big deal. You know why I'm into supplementation. You know, supplement your, uh, especially after antibiotics, because I I know I talked before uh, when I grew up, I had allergy asthma. Yeah. That's an autoimmune issue. Yeah. Uh, I had that really bad. I almost died from when I was five. And then every year I'd be put on antibiotics. Yeah. And then I've noticed that along with the arthritis in my neck lately, I have not had nearly the allergy, asthma, trouble that I had. Yeah. Even even go back a few years.
1: You're bringing your body back to that home. Back days. in the balance. And yeah. I think
0: anytime, and I still have to take antibiotics, I, I'm going to have to probably have some sinus work done yeah. just because of the chronic infection that has been thick in the walls of stuff in there. Yeah. I actually went today and talked about that. But, uh you know, every time I have to take those antibiotics now, I try to be mindful to go spend 10 bucks, buy a thing of probiotics and take them. Yeah, rebuild but, that bio Gina. Yeah, and I really don't, you know, I don't think they would do that much. And I think you would agree that if I didn't have the diet more dialed in and I didn't have the downtime, I think that's another thing, even more than the keto diet, is that people neglect giving your gut a rest. And yeah. it's That's what I talk about intermittent fasting.
1: Yeah. I do that naturally now. I yeah. don't eat
0: the number of meals that the food industry would tell you. Yeah, yet. yeah, because it's not needed. <laughs> it's not needed, mm-hmm. uh, and there there is some. Uh, this is something I didn't really touch on, but I probably should be talked about. There is some science to if you eat seven meals a day, you will probably lose weight. If yes. you eat every couple hours, you'll lose weight. Yeah, the small meals. Is insulin is anabolic. Yeah. So if you're eating small meals, staying in a caloric deficit, but also producing insulin, you'll lose weight. One of the first ways they know people are becoming diabetic is they lose weight type yeah. 1 diabetics have a hard time keeping on weight Yeah, but it is not healthy to continually pump insulin into your body yeah. to stay thin. it's just not I and mean, if that's the route you choose to go yeah. so be it I, I actually
1: I have a close friend that uh, three years ago she was uh, 342 pounds I believe oh, wow. She weighs 165 pounds today. She's 5'10" and 165 pounds. She Mm -hmm. looks absolutely fantastic. She said she remembered hitting 200 pounds in the fifth grade. Yeah. Um, She has been overweight, uh, morbidly obese, her entire life. Uh, She did that through alternate day fasting. Um, And uh, it completely changed her metabolism She actually called me one day I was kind of her support system While she was going through it She called me one day and uh, she said You know what, I'm two years on the diet I feel fantastic, the best I've felt My entire life I'm going to go off the diet for a month. I'm not going to count any calories. I'm not going to try to do the alternate day fasting. I'm just going to eat whatever the fuck I want. Mm -hmm. And uh, she only gained six pounds in that month. She had those six pounds lost the next week after she went back onto the alternate day fasting. It was amazing. And it's because she literally changed her metabolism. Uh, It was an amazing transformation to watch. And not only did she come off all the, the... Pre-diabetic medicine She came off the high cholesterol And the high blood pressure medicine Not only though, she came off her antidepressant
0: Yeah, um,
1: It changed her mental state Absolutely and It was beautiful to watch And she had always been uh, kind of a sad... Angry person a little bit um, that was always there in the background. That's gone. She's a happy person. And maybe and we can get her on. Yeah,
0: the it was a it was really beautiful to watch. I would love to have her on. Yeah, so. that'd be amazing. That'd be a great guest to have because that's kind of in line with what what happened with me. Uh, it, I remember the first doctor. Her name's Dr. McGilvery that I went to that just didn't stress about this. And she's like, "Well, yeah, of course you have uh, cholesterol numbers high, blood pressure high, all this. It's metabolic syndrome." Yeah. and I'd never heard that word until later and then yeah. I realized that, that was very taboo for a doctor to say yeah. that instead yeah. of like oh, you need a statin you yeah.
1: need uh, a <laughs> hundred you, drugs listen
0: up bro, you need these things and yeah. so she just she said that and she actually I, I remember thinking what is this woman trying to do? She tried to get me into this like group and I thought it was like a uh, Visalis like health shake group <laughs> or something, but it was more or less an in intermittent fasting and yeah. group. Yeah. So she's very fit. Uh, she's down in New Albany now, actually. I've been trying to get my dad to go to her.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. And good doctors are, uh, those are the great the, the, doctors. This is the
0: sage life advice for everyone. A good doctor, a good dentist, and a good lawyer will make your life much better. <laughs> yeah. Make your <laughs>
1: life much, much easier. <laughs> yeah. We've all got
0: stories on those. Yeah. So. hmm Yeah.
1: That's amazing. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, talking about this, too, you know, you get the, you get the supplement in, mm-hmm. and it's With the gut biome, with anything, with with the exercise, with all of this, it's not going to pay off if you don't feed it properly. And one of the things that I'm really into now, I've gone more out of just the counting carbs and counting calories. And I'm looking more at what I'm actually eating. And there's a book, Justin, I just gave it to you. Uh, I gave you a copy. It's by Robert Lustig. It's called Metabolical. This man came out a while back and said, what the food industry is doing to us is poison. Yeah. And he said that they're over refining stuff and they're using these oils, seed oils and stuff that are uh, omega 6 and they're toxic. Well, this was a long time ago that he said this and he just got lambasted. They were like, yeah. oh, no, no. Yeah. Well, now the studies are all out and yeah. it's all true. Sci- so now it's spin
1: time. I've said that for years that science can be as do- dogmatic as religion, they mm. will push out free thinkers. Um, A lot of times, when you buck the norm, uh, because a lot of the science is funded by big industry.
0: It absolutely is. You and I could not, if we decided today we wanted to research, uh, let's say, green-eyed cicadas, that was a thing they did in IU, how could we do that? We've got to go to work. We barely have time to do this. It is what it is. Uh, We would have to have someone that was willing to pay for and back that, and if it didn't benefit them... They're not going to
1: do it. No, no and, no, and they especially wouldn't do it if it actually financially harmed them.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so uh, this is a random one uh, in my small research. After I did the podcast, I found yet another strange supplement that I think is really interesting. Now, this one's called—I love this name—Turkesterone.
1: Turkesterone.
0: Turkesterone. What, what
1: is Turkesterone? Turkesterone is
0: very similar to Ecdysterone. Now, ectosterone was tested, it is banned by the uh, World Anti-Doping Agency. It is for sure legit. I didn't find any studies on trichesterone, but it's also an insect and plant steroid. It's oh, what insects wow. use to grow their shells. So, it's another one that they're saying has a similar effect, and it, it, it will build muscle and make right. you stronger without disrupting uh, your HPTA. Really? Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's another one. If you all want to look into that one, I was kind of baffled. It's been around a long time. I've never heard of it. Yeah. So, that came up, and it was just a strange one.
1: Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Awesome.
0: So, yeah, uh, just a, a lot going on, you know, a lot to think about. Uh, I'm actually, one of the things I'm going to do, and Justin, I hope you can kind of join me here soon and start doing a little workout, too. You're you're getting your work schedule a little more squared away. So, yeah. hopefully you'll have some time. But uh, I go in for blood work uh, next month, and uh, after that I'm actually going to go high-calorie. I'm going to go to the 7,000-calorie and I'm just going to see, yeah, because I... I, uh, Just see what it does. Yeah, I I broke my plateau. I'm 261 right now. I was stuck at about 265, 266 for a long time. okay. And uh, that finally broke through, so I'm I'm on the way down. Uh, after after that, that's that's my target, and I, I'm going to see just how big I can get. And that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep up the I'll, work. And
1: I'm hoping to uh, be able to join you in this uh, uh, journey soon. Uh, once my uh, once I work less, I was working about 78 hours weeks. So, um, that's going to reduce drastically with the new promotion. And so I should be able to get some time to work out and kind of put some of this stuff back in action. Um, I was working out every day and eating right up until about three four years ago yeah. and uh, um, when you work too much <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I can preach the words but I'm definitely not living it right now that's
0: so. definitely it's a very interesting thing that uh, when I was at my the child welfare job that job keeps you so High stress.
1: Yeah, constant and, uh, sympathetic, uh, parasympathetic nervous Constant, system. constant. Yeah. I had a
0: lot of stomach trouble. I was actually told by a gastroenterologist to quit my job. <laughs> That's what she. That was their word. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I noticed that at that time, I, I was eating probably more, but I wasn't getting the gains and results that I was getting after. Yeah, I got out of that and got more relaxed, and just was able to sleep better. Your body's huge portion. Yeah,
1: your body's functioning better because it's relaxed. You're in that parasympathetic nervous system. Your body's healing itself, and Mm -hmm. and all your metabolic functions function better when you're in that parasympathetic nervous system. That's the only time your body heals itself. Mm-hmm. The rest and digest mode. Um, when you're in that fight or flight, and a lot of us live there, and that's a bad state. That's why we have so much heart disease in this country. That's why we have so many heart attacks and strokes. Yeah. It's because we're, we become, our bodies are just driven by cortisol, essentially, yeah. <laughs> and by our stress hormones. That's uh we... Just pump and pump and pump. And uh, we overwork ourselves and are stressed about everything. So, um... But yeah, I'm glad to see you getting into a better headspace and a, um, getting out of a pretty toxic position and mm-hmm. um, getting where you need to be. And I think I'm right there behind you. I think I'm headed there. I so, hope so, yeah. So um, I think that will improve things across the board for both of us, both uh, mentally, physically, and it'll give us more time to focus on this and get better at this. Yeah, that's so, what I'm
0: looking forward to. So And that is, I, I, it was interesting, I never really... I, You know, you hear these words, but I didn't understand it completely. But the three cornerstones of building a good body are nutrition, exercise, and sleep. Yeah. And, and that you do is a fact. well no. when you have all that stress. It yeah. just doesn't happen. Yeah. You may sleep, but is your body getting the right rest? Is yeah. Is it rebuilding itself? Are
1: you truly sleeping? Are you hitting all the levels of sleep? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's huge. And that's one of the number one things I get reported back of the feedback I get from my massage therapy clients is, oh, my God, I slept through the night for the first time in years. And uh, that's just that parasympathetic nervous system doing its thing. Um, so... But yeah, we just want to do a quick follow up episode, little short episode for you guys to. talk a little more about the biohacking. and something we're both pretty passionate about mm-hmm. and pretty knowledgeable about. And uh, we want to talk about getting some guests on. Uh, we do have some changes coming. We're wanting to do uh, get a little better at this and get a little more structured at this. Yep. Um, we want to make sure that we're getting the information to you about what books we've mentioned and um, kind of do a conclusion at the end of it, each episode. So we yep. um, uh, so the main two books we've mentioned today were, um, Metabolical, uh, by Robert Lustig. Um, this is all about, um, over-processed foods destroying the body. And then I Contain Multitudes by Ed Yong. Um, he's a brilliant science journalist and, uh, it's all about the, the gut genome and, uh, Really, really good information in that book. And if you get the chance, just for fun, look up on YouTube, Ed Yong Parasites. Uh, That is a great video. It's hilarious. He's a funny guy. He's a really intelligent guy. And he's real passionate about parasites. (laughs) So,
0: speaking of parasites, and this ties right into all of this, right now we have... Brood X yeah. coming up. We are gonna do an episode outside. Just <laughs> yeah. to have that background noise. Yeah. I, I was in IU Bloomington when Brood X hit last time. Yeah. A wonderful time in my life. Yeah. A parasympathetic yeah. nervous system was operating yeah. efficiently back then. I was, yeah. yeah,
1: I definitely as the weather keeps on getting better and better, I would love to be outside. Yeah. I'm so, I lo- love nature, so and the uh, I kinda I feel the brood X. I, I like Bill cool. Climb up in the trees and do some screaming myself so.
0: <laughs> Well there is a Parasite really? That operates on psilocybin It's a fungus really, That will infect the cicadas Rot off Their butts so they have wings and a head, yeah and they fly around with this ball of fungus on the back of them like a zombie yeah. high on psilocybin, just dumping those spores. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. And
0: the, the, the cicadas have a very one-track mind anyway. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I, th-
1: I think uh, eventually we are going to have to do an episode on just funguses. Uh, they oh yes. are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... Science fiction's got nothing on funguses <laughs> It really doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, It's amazing It truly is a crazy uh, Chemical warfare no. In the fungus world I mean you've got zombies There's multiple funguses that create zombies Out of insects and mm-hmm. they're, I, Mind control All kinds of crazy stuff going on So um, we definitely
0: need to Do an episode on that one day but, I don't know if you game much Did you ever play the game The Last of Us?
1: No, I haven't.
0: It's it's probably one of the best story-driven games ever made. Really? And uh, the concept of that is that uh, cordyceps finally find a way to infect humans. Really? So you get your zombies. <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Scientifically.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it when it... Um it's realistic like that. So. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was... And some of the take. best stories being told right now are being told in the gaming world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's pretty crazy out there. Yeah. I think they have less limitations on the stories they can tell. They do, and They do, and
0: it's more interactive, so it can go different routes, so mm-hmm. there's different ways to write. I mean, imagine being able to... I'm going to write this next chapter, but you can go ahead and write both of them. Yeah. And put both your cuts out there. I yeah. told my little sister that. I said, I think this is the new medium. Uh, there's, I, I've noticed with the kind of artistic purists, there's a a disdain for video games? Well,
1: yeah. Um, That's been common of everything. I mean, when... Uh, The printing press, the movable type printing press was first created Uh, there was literally legislation against the youth reading books because they believed that it would take up valuable time and make them dullards because they'd be spending all their time reading and they wouldn't be functioning members of society which I can attest to, that can happen, I've been there (laughs) I mean, if it was up to me I would read for a living But, uh, but yeah, so that There's always purists. There's always people that want to fight against whatever's new. Um, I'm all for whatever's new. Bring it on. Um, uh, uh, My grandfather had a pretty big impact on my life. He was born in 1914. He literally watched the Industrial Revolution happen, and then he lived lived until he was 97. Mm -hmm. So he saw the technological age, and I found out when he was 97 years old that he had a Facebook page. I said, Grandpa, why do you got a Facebook page? He was like, well... I see a lot of old people that are scared of the future. They're scared of the new thing. He's like, when I was a kid, there were no cars. Yeah. He's like, planes were barely a thing. Those turned out pretty cool. Oh. He's like, I don't want to be missing out. That's amazing. <laughs> he's like, I've been able to travel around the world because of airplanes. And he's like, and I remember at a, to- a time when I was a child that when a plane came over, all the kids ran out and looked up at the sky because it happened once a year. Yeah. And uh, uh, he said, that turned out pretty cool. So I've never been afraid of the future. He's like, I don't know. I might be missing out on the greatest thing ever.
0: <laughs> so, maybe. Maybe. Yeah.
1: So I thought that was really cool. And I've tried to live by that. So. Yeah.
0: And we'll see what happens when, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to keep this body in as good a shape as I can, but uh, maybe in our lifetime. Yeah, we'll see to where we're no longer even. I mean, maybe they'll make new ones.
1: Yeah, transhumanism. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Clones are absolutely real. Uh, th- that's been happening for a long time. Yeah. I actually read a story. I can't. I w- I tried to find it. It's been a, many years, but uh, it was about a farmer who, who cloned a bull. That was a, a, bulls are very valuable. Yeah. The studs and things like that. And this yeah. bull was his prized possession. So yeah. you had it cloned early when this was very first starting to happen. Yeah. And the, the clone was just terribly tempered. Really? It was nothing like the old one. That's so strange. So trance. it's kind of yeah, fascinating Makes you wonder. Stuff, yeah. yeah, it makes you wonder. But you can you could go right now. Yeah, like, say so you have a pet. You can pay to get that pet cloned. And when I heard that, I thought, that's science fiction. I looked it up. That's amazing Uh, It
1: it brings up a lot of moral questions It Mm -hmm. brings up a lot of interesting questions Like with the transhumanist thing If uh, my personality Everything in my brain was to be downloaded Onto a non-biological substrate Would I still be me? Yes. And that's a big question that we just don't know the answer to yet. I think we're on the precipice of finding out the answer to that. But uh, if Ray Kurzweil has his way, (laughs) well, uh, if uh, Elon has his way, we'll definitely have an answer to that probably in the next 20 to 50 years. Um, But um, it's an interesting moral question and interesting just uh, thought Uh, Thought to have I've really been Kind of batting around In my head Since we talked about uh, Transhumanism The other day And uh Yeah, interesting stuff. That's that's a rabbit hole. I can
0: see this becoming almost a religious divide. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, I Uh, I, could.
1: It could really divide society. We're already we already have those tribalistic tendencies. We still got enough chimpanzee in us to to have tribalistic tendencies. It's like what uh, Terry Pratchett said, where the uh, rising ape meets the fallen angel is where man is, Um, Uh and uh, I I fully believe that, and we and we have those tendencies. Sometimes you can see the ape <laughs> yes. show up in us. Um, especially societally. Yeah, so
0: I had a psychology professor. He was one of the first ones that kind of made me understand this better. And he said the the actual body is still stuck in a primitive age. This yeah. is my thing. We went from a information transferred from a solid to a liquid mm, to so steam. Yeah. And we didn't keep up. And he said we're basically... Ape man, yeah, <laughs> scared of our surroundings because it's functional. Yeah, and that really made a lot of sense. That's why we put ourselves. You know, we we do these things and they stress us out, and we, we don't process it like that because we know the threat's not real. We can,
1: yeah, we can perceive that logically. But, we can perceive it, but the but
0: subconscious and the body, yeah, does not. Perceive our that.
1: instinct says it differently.
0: I've been working with a friend of mine a lot about dreams and just I'm like, hey dreams are your way of your subconscious talking to you I yeah. used to tell a lot of the kids I worked with I'd be like hey you need to go to your therapy now Yeah. It's, there's nothing more uncool than needing help when you're a teenager yeah but I would tell them you don't want to be the 30 year old person that all of it comes back on
1: and yeah. it will. and it, it, will. it will yeah your subconscious has a way of getting getting its licks in mm-hmm. so but well you're ready to wrap this thing I up I think we're
0: ready to wrap this up guys we're definitely going to do another follow-up again. Get on our Facebook, tell us what you think, uh, share it with your friends, you know, word of mouth is awesome. Yeah,
1: and keep on giving us good feedback. Mm-hmm. We can only get better at this with your guys' help. We want to know what your thoughts are. Well, yeah. How can we get better at this? So, keep in contact, let us know how we're doing, tell us uh, give us some ideas, guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. everyone have a good weekend. Have just an awesome time and we'll see you soon. Uh,